Compensation Ditch Organization. Welcome back to the Sound of Siren. I'm Xavier. I'm Dylan. Welcome back to another episode of the Supercoach series. And I think we're a little confused of those choices of words, are we, Dars? Um, yeah, I don't know where that one came from. Maybe something to do with the subject you did today or something like that. I'm not sure. Not too sure. But boys, how are you this week? I'm, I'm pretty good. Uh, my season rank has gone up a lot. One of the bigger climbs I've had in a fair while. Uh, I did lose in two of my six leagues, which wasn't great, but had a pretty good score. So I'm still pretty happy. Das? Uh, a bit down and out. Um, somehow I have managed to miss out on the finals for our league. Um, but, you know, I had a decent week overall. I think it was just a bit stiff that the guy in eighth place at the moment got the win considering the guy who played against got like 2480 or something like that so it was a bit unlucky but yeah we'll move forward yeah for sure no playing around this week i think we should just get straight into the thick of things zabe well as we always do we'll start off with the heroes and villains and i want to start with you this week darcy um overall there were a couple heroes and there were less villains than usual, thankfully. Um, the main villain is um, my Thursday 6 to 12.30 shift, um, where I, you know, Thursday just before the first game is usually prime time to check your tips and also to check your super coach. And because I haven't been getting that time, I haven't been double checking my team and left Max Gorn caps into the third week running um, by mistake. So that's not ideal. Um, I think I said last week on the podcast that I'd like to have Tuke Miller as my captaincy option. So I missed out on a good 40 or so points there, which would have put me to like around 2.530. But um, once again, Tuke Miller was a very helpful score from him. The back line itself overall was pretty good. Um, all five of my primos doing well, uh, maybe other than Lloyd. But um also had Bianco, 33 in the back line, which is not ideal, considering I, for some reason, thought I held on to Highmore. So I, I was thinking I'm a genius here. Last rookie on field's Highmore, and he's scoring like a primo, but fortunately have Bianco back there who's not scoring too well. But yeah, overall, not a bad week for me. And you, Don? Yeah, similarly to Das, the back line was very good, minus Lockie Whitfield, who unfortunately was concussed and subbed out. I had Tom Highmore on the bench, who continues to make money. Jack Steele, he's been ultra consistent. Sammy Walsh with a 158. Tom Mitchell and Jack Siebel. But the main heroes for me are Brody Grundy and Ben Cunnington. In my game, it was extremely close, and I could have taken Roy Laird's vice of 123 instead i took a punt on Brody grundy and did he clutch up 140 i think he polled in about 60 points in the last quarter i was unable to watch that game and then i needed 87 for the win from ben cunnington and he scored 60 in the last quarter and he's basically just continuing my argument from last week yeah and both were very good this week uh, my heroes i've got two of them in particular uh, Jack Steele was one of them as my captain, 149. Uh, he won me the, my top of the table battle in my own league. So that was uh, very clutch from him. And then the other one, Darcy, when he was talking about uh, Tom Highmore, said he thought he was a genius because his last rookie on field was scoring like a primo. And mine did the exact same thing in Bramble. 
to, I had him, I managed to loophole him in, onto the field with 120. So uh, coming from someone that was priced under 200K, that's just absolutely magnificent. Uh, I think it's probably the highest rookie score we've had maybe outside of Goulden. So uh, that was uh, perfect for me. Um, my only villain, I think this week was probably Lockie Whitfield. Uh, although it's in no part of his fault, uh, 32 from someone that's so expensive isn't that good. But um, maybe Dusty and Toby Green weren't great either. Just with Lockie Bramble. Now, Blake Hardwick did pull out as a late change and Bramble did take the kick-ins. Do you think that'll affect his play for next week? Uh, I definitely wouldn't be expecting a 120 again, uh, given that that's not probably what you expect from someone so young and uh, so inexperienced. He, even with that score, he only averages 74.8, but I still think he can uh, he can score pretty well around that 70 mark. Well, yeah, he scored 80 the week before and I was at that game and he was just a bald magnet. And same with, uh, sorry, Newcomb. I don't know how he was dropped. I thought it was a little unlucky for him. And hopefully he's put back in the side this week, along with Connor Downey Das. As a serious graveyard of Hawthorne rookies building, um, you know, we've got Ned Reeves, Downey, Newcomb. Hopefully, Bramble won't fit into that, but you could also say Brockman slips into that too, where, you know, they had a couple games, but then just didn't really get going. Luckily, Brockman's back in. But yeah, bit of a graveyard building there. I think outside of Cozzy, uh, they probably weren't great, but Cozzy was a very good pick, so. We don't want to throw all hate towards them. All right, we'll head into the trades from last week. So I went Pymore and Tracy out for Marshall and Fife. Now, it sounds like a really good trade, but um, it was Aiden Fife from the Gold Coast, so not Nat Fife. But, um, yeah, so that was my move for last week. Would have been nice to have kept Pymore and got rid of someone else, but I don't think I had the funds for that. It was about... 10, 15k off. So it's a bit of a shame. Um, Xavier, what trades did you do? Uh, I traded out Bergman and Coleman Jones for Mills. And I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, so I'm not going to try, but he's a 102k forward mid rookie from the Gold Coast. So uh, the trade worked. I was going to go to Mills. And from, instead of Mills, I was going to go to Walsh. Uh, Walsh definitely scored more over 150, but I think I actually earn more points from the Mills trade. I haven't quite figured it out, but I don't think if I traded to Walsh, I would have been able to loophole Bramble on. So I think it's it's gained me points this week and I think it might gain me points next week as well. I think I know who you're talking about, Dave. Is it O-E-A, his last name? Yeah, that is him, yeah. It looks like it's similar to Adam Uze. It must be Ua or O-E. I'm not going to... Disrespectful, <laughs> but... Yeah, no, Hawigo Paul Ui will settle with. How about that? Respect to him that made it to the AFL. Hope he gets a game for you, just quietly. I had no... he would be able to pronounce his name. <laughs> I had no trades last week, Das. I decided to keep Coleman Jones and play a man down as I was the favourite in my matchup and... It was a little intense, but I pulled through in the end. Probably cost me about 60, 70 points off my total score. Now, we're all used to the buy, sell, hold in this section, but we've taken a bit of a detour this week, and we're returning back to my spontaneous calls, where I had Blake Hardwick a few weeks ago, 
And there's a few pods that I have my, or not my eye on, but some people may have their eye on. And the first of which is Luke Parker. How much is he, do you know, Dylan? I think Pardon? 532,000. I'd probably go away from him just because there's a lot of good options in the midfield. But Luke Parker is one of my favourite players and he is a perennial league. Well, he is a he has been a good super coach scorer for a very long time. So I, I probably wouldn't go with him, but my heart says yes. Five thirty, sorry, just two K of followers. Five hundred and thirty K and his last three weeks, one sixteen ninety-five, one thirty-two. Dallas? Uh, I feel like there's a couple better options, even at a cheaper price than that in the midfield. Uh, there's a few good value picks at the moment, so I probably wouldn't be going there. One of which could possibly be Taylor Adams. Three consecutive 100s, a 140 on the weekend, and he's only 516,000. I'd stay away just because he's only played eight games this year. So I think I probably want a little bit more, a uh, little bit more safety from someone that, that that's that expensive. I did mention him last week for the um, bargain hunters. I did think he was a very good price for what he is. Uh, and I'd still say he fits into that category. If we can see him averaging 110 plus the rest of the season and he's still only in the low 500s, I would be going to him. If it's Even if it's just a Crips to, Crips to him move or something like that. Zachy Jones is next up, 105 in his return. Now, the only problem with him is his injury concerns. So he missed nine weeks, and before that, he had a 159 and a 98. Polled 105 on the weekend in an impressive win for the Saints, but will he continue with his durability? I definitely wouldn't get Zach Jones. Um, he's 495K, which is about the same amount as uh, Travis Boak. Uh, He's been injured a lot in his career as well as not being a very good super coach scorer so far in his career. So I'd probably stay away from him. In fact, I'd certainly stay away from him. Yeah. I know he carried you a couple of seasons ago, Dylan. That's probably why you got a bit of a soft spot for him. But um, Dugowie is a better option than Zach. And Dugowie is not a good option. So we're in trouble if we're talking about Zach Jones here. No, fair enough, fair enough. Next is Brandon Ellis, only 6K cheaper. He's averaging 97.7 this year, and he's had 111, 98, and 118 in the last three weeks. Uh, I also wouldn't go with Brandon Ellis. I think there's better options at the same price. Uh, at 490K, you can get someone like Hugh McCluggage, uh, Jacob Hopper, Jaden Short, if you're looking at someone in the back line. So probably still stick with yeah, I don't mind it. Probably not, but like, it's not terrible. The next one was Jacob Hopper-Zave. Uh, I think it's a better option than Brandon Ellis. I'm not sure that it's a great option, but I still think it's a better one. Yeah. Mm, now, amidst the impertinent looks, these are pods, don't forget. So David Swallow's next, 460.7K, coming off two 100s. Again, I think Swallow's a bit cheaper, but I still probably wouldn't get him unless it's your last upgrade and you have 460k. Yep. Yeah, I need some more impressive scores to even consider 
going the punt like that. Um, you know, maybe with a Cali or someone who's established long over the last year or two, maybe. But yeah, to be taking a big punt like that, I need better scores. Luke Shuey and similar to Zachy Jones, can he sustain his durability? He's 454k. He's had 82 and 62 in the last two weeks, which is uh, amazing. Um, I wouldn't go Luke Shuey either. It's really dangerous. Uh, he's played three consecutive games now, but before that he hadn't played since round three. I think he's had like four hamstring injuries in the last like 18 months or something. Uh, he's got scores of 82, 62, 68. The one before that was 122, but he also did get injured in that game. So not the most impressive season. Yeah, Luke Shaw has been a pain to me over the last year or so because, um, you know, mainly this season because, you know, obviously doing the team of the weeks and stuff, AFL Supercoach, if I'm sorting by average, for some reason, he'd just be up the top there. So accidentally put him in it and have to get rid of him. So, um just because of that one good performance. And for that reason, I would not be selecting him. Fair enough, Tars. And is Jordan Degoe a buy or sell now? I'll include one. He's in. not a sell, but... Yeah. Sorry, a buy. Is he a buy, should I say? Not a sell. That's a... I don't think it's a great pick. We called it... A, we said a few weeks ago, we don't think it would be a great pick. I think he was like under 400k and... At that time, it would have been a magnificent pick given that he's had scores of 115, 114 and 124 over the last three weeks. So, but even in saying that, I probably still wouldn't go with him. Uh, he has been magnificent, but we know he's inconsistent and we know he still does miss a few games as well. I don't mind the option at the moment if it's your last forward upgrade. Um, he's in a similar position to Ron Marshall where I'd probably prefer Marshall, but to go is not a bad option for last upgrade if you're limited on cash. It's definitely a pod though, and for someone that is uh, probably that low owned, it may not be the worst option. And who would you rather out of Cam Guthrie and Luke Dunstan? Cam Guthrie. Uh, Cam Guthrie, yeah. Even though Dangerfield's in there, I'd still go Guthrie. I think he's a great player. Not no, Luke Dunstan, but uh, Cam Guthrie. Dunstan for this week. 114. Five of his last six scores have been over 100. Still three. The final selection, Tom Phillips. Uh, hold. Uh, hold. Not a buy, save? Not, not uh, a buy, Xavier? Unless, he's, unless you have 360k for your last upgrade, I wouldn't get him. Does? Um, I don't mind him. I don't mind Tom Phillips as an option. He's pretty good value at that low price, and he's got a history of being a decent scorer, and he's starting to fit into his role at the Hawks, just watching the game on the weekend. Um, looks like he's got some good scoring potential, and for that low price, I would be looking to get him in if you are short on price and need that last upgrade. All right, and we'll quickly and swiftly move on. That's all for this week, and we'll return with some buy-sell holds, possibly with some more pods or some cheaper premiums next week, boys. Looking into next week, uh, what trades will you boys be doing, if any, and uh, who will you be captaining? I am looking towards Keller Mills' advice. He has been unbelievable. And as captain, 
Grundy is certainly one to watch against your Blues, Zave, just because... Is Pitanet out at the moment? Yeah, he is. Yeah. So he had 140 against no Nankervis, Soldo, or Coleman Jones last week. So potentially another great pick there. Yeah, um, I think for myself, I'll be going a vice-captaincy option of Jack Steele if I can get it to work and then captain of Brody Grundy. Jack Steele does play really late in the, in the week, so I'm not sure if I can do that, but I do want to reward him for the massive scores that he's produced since I got him in. Yeah, I don't think I'll be making any trades this week. I'm going to have to wait a couple of weeks, hopefully get some cash generation for that final upgrade. But I think I'll be looking to vice Lockie Neal, maybe Lockie Neal or Zorko, and then hopefully captain either Miller or Bontempelli. Um, but yeah, never know. Might just roll with the Bontempelli and Gorn captaincy just for, for the piss of it. Uh, yeah, I forgot to mention my trades. I don't think I'll be doing any either. I was planning on bringing in possibly Taylor Adams or someone just for another pod, you know me. But I'm going to wait for Guthrie next week. His break even's 138, and hopefully he scores about 110 just so he's in good form and he's cheaper, about 490. And then that'll be the ideal price for me. But that Tom Highmore trade, I think, has hurt you a little, thus. I'm not going to lie. I think it hurt many of them. Yeah, it, oh, yeah. it burned Xavier. Burned Xavier big time. Um, it didn't really hurt me. I still got the upgrade. Um, and Marshall's only scored two points less than him. It's just a bit frustrating that I have to feel Bianco now, but that's all right. Hmm. I didn't realize how cheap Cam Guthrie actually was. 502K, and he could drop this week, and he's still averaging 110. So. Yeah, it's just because of his score of 40. So I think he actually, he could be someone that I look to as my last upgrade target if I can't end up getting to the Walsh. Maybe Cam Guthrie, hopefully. Yeah, I will be acquiring him next week. Mark my words. Any other notes, boys? Nothing else for me. Nothing, Das. And I know you're very happy with that beanie on. What a win it was. Mm. It was for the Saints as well. Anyways, thank you for watching. Make sure to like, subscribe, follow at AFL Supercoach, at Footy Beanies and at SGS.podcast. There's new beanies out. There's the Flag Saints beanie, which I will personally be looking into. And there's one other that has slipped there's my the blue, mind. blue baggers and we've also got the Ghost Swarm. There you go. So make sure to go order them now. They're very, very good quality. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for watching.